Hello, and welcome to Flagrant Pod Season 3 Help Side, an advice-ish, column-ish podcast where we answer unreal questions from real-life ballers. I'm your host, Sierra, hanging solo-style under the mistletoe is Alex, and we're also joined by special guest, you know her from Dishes and Dimes, her newsletter, Basketball Feelings, it's everybody's favorite writer, Katie Heindel! Welcome! Great sorry, to be here. Sorry for the mild roast, Alex. Uh, listeners, Ashton couldn't be here this week because she has a chronic case of car sickness. And originally her and Alex were going to be Frenching under the mistletoe. But she left Alex kind of high and dry there by herself. So, so Yeah, the style. only logical so option was to make me the loser who's hanging out by herself under the mistletoe like a desperate freak. But it's cool. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Here I am. You're, you're pragmatic. You're waiting for people yeah. to come to you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, you're not just like giving that. it out to anybody. Yeah, why put effort? <laughs> no. Let, let them come to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Katie, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thanks for having me. Late night pod. Yeah, it is. It's a late yeah. night pod. Um, Thanks so much. It's it's a fun little thing where all of us live in different time zones, so we have to like kind of pick smacked out. But I think Ashen's the one who picked 8.30 p.m. her time originally, so. Late night. She's up yeah. to like 2 a.m. Yeah. Most yeah, yeah, days, so. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, before we get into our questions this week, we have one little piece of housekeeping, which is we finally did what everyone's been begging us to do. We made the cover of issue one, the iconic serial and the bold print, um, into a poster. Uh, there's only 50. And today, being Thursday when you're listening to this, hopefully, is the last day to order them if you want them by Christmas. I think you can order them after that, right? They just won't come by Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but we only printed 50, yep. so you better get your greasy paws on one before they sell out because they're beautiful. I'm yeah, very excited about pretty it. Pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people want us to reissue issue one, <laughs> but is, in lieu of that, yeah. <laughs> next best thing. We said you can have part of it. Yeah. As a treat. A as giant a treat. part of it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, 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 you have until 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, the December 15th. 15th. 2022, in case you're listening to this um, in a future and year. And Godspeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you can find those in our shop. It looks beautiful. Um, we photoshopped it into a beautiful gold frame. You will not get the gold frame. There's been a lot of asks about if you get the frame with the print. You do not. Um, no. But that's that's my only piece no. of housekeeping. Ashton, or. Er, Alex, did you have a piece of housekeeping? I'm going to be doing that all pod, I think. I know you're not Ashton. I'm sorry. You guys oh are just God, like similar so... sized and stuff. And you both are Blazers fans. What? And it's like, whatever. Is that why you had us Frenching under their mistletoe? Because <laughs> yeah. we're both. That's like, like when someone dolls. sets their gay friend up with their only other gay friend. Like when you make your like, Barbies so kiss. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what you're talking about. I never did that freaky shit when I was little. Yeah, I, I bet you. not. I bet not. I don't. I don't really have any housekeeping, to be honest. I'm just okay. kind of vibing. So okay, yeah, I like that. Should we yeah. get into maybe our um, our first letter then? This is this to. is an important one to me. All right, the first letter reads, "Dear Babby, I am fed up. My perfect team of respectful basketball boys recently found ourselves on the losing end of a game. It happens. But then the team of absolute rap scallions handing us our loss did the unthinkable." Their biggest, meanest boy did a slam dunk, even though the game was nearly over and they were clearly going to win. Do you think this was the worst thing in the world and that he deserves to be put in federal prison? I do. Signed, kids these days. You guys, I hate to say it, the NBA has a dork problem. The NBA is full of dorks. 
Yes. Because the other day, and again, Katie, we didn't we didn't introduce this concept to you as much. These letters, of course, come to us anonymously mm-hmm. from people around the league. We don't know who wrote them. We just kind of have to speculate. And for this, I'm going to have to speculate that this is about the Pelicans and Zion Williamson dunking against the Suns, which, of course, upset them greatly, which is mm-hmm. so much so that they had to, like, kind of talk about it and say, well, I think that's disrespectful. Um, to which I have to say, nerd, nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd alert, big time, they nerds, narcs, dork in them. They're just absolutely <laughs> dork. And, and this, I feel like this happens at least once every season where it's like a blowout game and, you know, there's like 12 seconds left and someone on the team who's winning goes up and like dunks it or chucks up a three or something like that. And then. You know, you get like a post game interview, and a player on the other team is like, Well, I don't know. Like, I just thought that was disrespectful. In this case, it was campaign saying, I just feel like there's no sportsmanship, and we didn't really like that. We do the right thing. I feel like they should have done the right thing, and they didn't. The game was o- over. They can hold the ball. Hmm. Sorry, but when Chris Paul is on your team, you can't really. You can't really take the high road there and be like, <laughs> we are sportsmanlike. We would never. I can't <laughs> believe what I witnessed here today. Uh, it, and I, my advice to these teams, because, again, it happens, like, at least once a season, every season. My advice is literally always going to be the same, which is don't get smoked like that. <laughs> right. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty simple. Right? That's great. Like, hardcore kind of coaching advice, I feel like. Yeah. You take them back in the locker room after, and you're like, well, don't get smoked like that. Yeah. They're all like, oh, Maybe if you didn't get your asses kicked. Yeah. He dumped on us. It's also like. Also, sorry. No, no, no. Please I was go just going to say. I secretly um, love it when that happens. <laughs> yes. Instead of a fizzled, instead of a game that just fizzles out at the end because mm-hmm. you, it's telegraphed for sometimes, for sometimes quarters, but for like five, six minutes, you could know the end of a game and you're just like watching anyways. Like give us something to have stayed to the end for. Mm-hmm. And that's what Zion gave us. To me, it's fine. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Uh, and weren't they at home in front of the Pelicans crowd? He's not doing it for you, campaign. Campaign. Right. He's not doing it for like your benefit. To like, he's not worried about whether or not it's going to make you sad. He there's a, you know a hundred twelve year olds in the crowd. All they want to do is see Zion Williamson dunk. He's doing it for the kids. Right. If anything, this is anti-child. This position, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's a I also friend. feel like Zion's got to make up for quite a bit of lost time. So you can't fault him for this kind of stuff. No, absolutely. Right. Let him have his little dunks. Yeah, big dunks. He had a rough go. Big dunks, yeah. little dunks. Big dunks, big dunks, dunks, little dunks. Medium dunks. Disrespectful dunks. Yeah. Sick dunks. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, obviously, you know, if I were watching like a Warriors game and the Warriors are down by 20 and the other team dunked, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, like sick and be all happy about <laughs> it. But I'm also like not going to get on Twitter and be like, that was so disrespectful and kind of like a disgrace to the game. It's like, well, the Warriors shouldn't get blown out then. And in this case, the Suns, you know, don't get blown out. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a like, it's such a like your dad point of view to be like, that just wasn't very sportsmanlike. And it's like, you're in the NBA. Like you guys are showy. You guys, you guys spend money on stupid shit and have horrible taste. You wear insane things to the games but you draw the line at doing a basketball move at the end of the basketball game <laughs> yeah because it's like not chill i'm sorry making a basketball point it was campaign 
if that's i mean he made the statement I, we, we're not saying like who the letter yeah, yeah, yeah. protect the anonymity but of like course. i'm surprised the complaint came from campaign because i don't know if you've ever googled campaign shooting or campaign shooting form and he <laughs> he contorts he's an artist the way his mm -hmm. fingers are able to contort and hold the basketball don't make sense and they're so, or like the way he'll like torque an elbow out, it just kind of goes against any shot mechanics mm -hmm. that you, your brain understands. Hmm. It's almost like a, it's like a Picasso in his uh, <laughs> abstract era. That's like campaign shooting form. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it's weird to me that like such an artist yeah. would be upset by, I mean, arguably just another artist uh, toiling in his craft. Creative expression. And he, so and I true. see in this photo here, he has a tattoo of a basketball, which I love. And that basketball has a crown on it. And then below that basketball is hands praying. That, he he clearly worships the game of basketball. All Zion's doing is paying his respects to the game of mm -hmm. basketball here. <laughs> I, I actually might challenge your interpretation of his tattoo. Mm -hmm. I think the basketball is worshiping campaign. Oh. Because the basketball has the hands. I'm just saying. What if it's the what is the basketball worshiping campaign? Yeah, there is some like, unidentified stuff going on in the background of this tattoo, <laughs> which oh it the always basketball's cracks me wearing up. the crown. The basketball is wearing the crown. Yes. Um, and is then, it is it like kind of jaunty or is it straight? On? No, it is jaunty. Well fitted. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send you <laughs> over the link crown. so you can look at it. Um, it always <laughs> cracks me up when like a professional basketball player who makes minimum one million dollars has like bad tattoos because you have no excuse I, it always kind right. of bums me out i feel like they just don't really know where to go i know you know i know and like i maybe it's just the picture but the campaign shoulder is just a mess of shading in the background i do really like the basketball with the crown though and the hands are kind of well the hands are weird but Either way, I yeah, my my advice here is one, no, I don't think this is the worst thing in the world because dunking a basketball will never be the worst worst thing in the world. And two, don't first of all, you do something. Maybe he wasn't on the court at the time. Mm -hmm. Do something about it. Why is he in yeah. a position that he can throw down a dunk at the end of the game anyway? Right. Play a little Go defense. Go play defense. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Ever heard of it, NBA? Yeah. No. 2.2 2 seconds left. No, go play defense. Yeah. Obviously, that, that actually is a Patrick Beverly-ass kind of move, playing defense when your team is down like 30. <laughs> yeah. Just to be annoying at the very end of the game. But I respect it. Yeah, I'm back in on that as well. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing I'm worse. A, I'm a halfway back in on Patrick Beverly anyways, just because of all the shit he's done this season. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always one foot in, one foot out with Patrick Beverly. And I just, it's yeah. like I wake up, I decide based on the day, like I decide what I'm going to wear based on the weather. Um. <laughs> Uh, there's nothing worse than like you know seven seconds left and players are walking around like hugging each other and like shaking hands i'm like eh, yeah game's mm -hmm. not over i, I don't care if they're, i don't, don't care if you're up by 40 points mm -hmm. the game's not over fellas you're getting paid like a million dollars a game play a little defense um i think i think this whole discourse is just indicative of larger dork issue the Suns are kind of supreme dorks led by King Dork himself, Chris Paul. <laughs> and the news broke today, breaking news. Technically, it's not breaking news because it happened a few hours ago. But for a podcast, it only records once a week. It's breaking news. The Suns have signed on Sophie Cunningham to be like uh, in-game broadcaster for their regular season, which is just of all the people on the Phoenix Mercury, you're going to pick 
Sophie Cunningham? Also, I'm sorry, and we talked about this before we started recording, but why are we why are we pulling from the Phoenix Mercury for this job? Are there not women who have been working their entire lives to get sideline recording jobs or jobs in sports mm-hmm. and in basketball? I'm just like very confused by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's there like they saw the success of Candace Parker doing TNT, which is like my favorite thing in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, how do we replicate this, but like a little bit worse? Yeah, in a worse, <laughs> kind of like blander, probably going to be a little bit annoying way. A little bit mm-hmm. annoying, maybe not necessarily the same prestige as like Candace mm-hmm. Parker, you know, generational talent. Um, yeah, slight just, difference, right? Yeah, a little bit of slight <laughs> difference. So slight kind talent of like most known for that being annoying and that picture with Kalia Copper and following Trump mm. and his cronies on Twitter. <laughs> like, so a real Insane. winner that they've... A real a good representative of this, maybe the state of Arizona. Yeah, maybe they're trying course. to expand the fandom base. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, just yeah, a yeah. shot in the dark. They're like, well, what if we just got everybody in with us? Yeah. Uh, you know, I- I'm pro WNBA players in NBA spaces because like, you know, you mm-hmm. look at like Chanae or Candace and stuff and it's like they're basically the only people I want to hear from I'm basically anti everything Sophie Cunningham does so (laughs) I think that's mostly what it is I mean it is a little tone deaf from the franchise they're like all right Robert's Harbor fresh out who (laughs) (laughs) well maybe they're just trying to like ease us not us necessarily but like maybe they're trying to like ease Suns fans Phoenix sports fans into this more progressive era they're like okay we're gonna go mm. one step down we're gonna go Sophie Cunningham and then right after that maybe Chris Paul becomes an analyst like he's still a nerd <laughs> but he's not up there with those guys obviously and then we're gonna get into like some cool hip cats I don't know who that's yeah. maybe Diana Taurasi retires in a couple years and you know she, she she hops in the booth I don't know I don't know I mean, maybe they're just trying to get some more eyes on the WNBA, but doesn't it, I don't know, Candace and Janae and those people, they're on the national stage. They're talking yeah. about the entirety of the NBA, yeah. mm-hmm. but bringing a WNBA player to report on one team, like halfway through the season, is that the same scale or does that cheapen, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't, yeah. Timing we'll is We'll see weird. how it works out. Timing is yeah. very strange weird. to me. Yeah. Also, yeah I yeah, we'll see. How, I mean, I'm never gonna watch a Suns broadcast, so I'm I'm like complaining a lot about something that's never gonna affect me. <laughs> <laughs> but right, uh, I don't know. the The Mercury promote Sophie Cunningham a lot as part of their team, which like kind of you know you go to their replies and it's like some people being like, "Yay, we love Sophie," and then it's a lot of people who are like, "Okay, cool, you guys." <laughs> so yeah. I don't know what what deal she struck with the people who own the Suns and the Mercury, but she's in there. So we'll see how it goes, I suppose. Yeah. Um, all right. Are we ready to move on to our next question? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one says, Dear Babby, we are a team that is that was sort of tangentially in the news this week thanks to a viral soundbite about the 12th team in the West. This giant talking head man had a good point. They are often spoken about while we are completely forgotten. What do we have to do to get people talking? Won't anybody notice us? Signed, 12th in the East. And here's the thing. Sometimes these people leave us little clues. Um, And if you go look at who's ranked 12th in the East right now, or at least at the time that these questions were submitted, I don't know if things are shaken out today or anything. That's the Washington Wizards. Mm, Did you mm -hmm. guys see (laughs) 
Chuck go in on the Lakers last night during that broadcast. I loved it. That I was delicious. It. it was amazing. I loved it. He was like, it's a conspiracy theory <laughs> I, that we are basically making in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love it. He's like, we ha- like they force us to talk about it. First of all, like kind of showing his hand a little bit. He's like, he's like, I have no control over this. Like the Lakers suck. They make us talk about them. It's a conspiracy. And I was like, you know what? This is the realest thing Chuck's ever seen. Or yes. Chuck's ever said. I was I everybody I know who's into basketball, I was texting about that. It was He's just getting better and better. He and I'm is. not sure if it's if it's just because he's being put against Shaq who's getting worse and worse mm-hmm. or if I'm really just seeing them individually, but Chuck, he was always one of my favorites on that panel anyways, but lately he's just like the ego seems to be gone. He's just having fun. I truly enjoy watching him now. It's like the reversal of what usually happens to men when they hit 50 and continue aging, which is, yeah, they turn <clears throat> insane, but he's yeah. going the other way. Yeah. He's yeah. like turning insane in a fun way. He's turning yeah, exactly. insane in the like TNT is holding me hostage and forcing me to talk about the Lakers <laughs> yeah. who suck. <laughs> yeah. And then to like drag the Wizards into it. Who's 12 <laughs> in the East? The Wizards. We're not talking about the true. Wizards, he's, but it's they, true. They, he's like, we never talk about the, he's like, we never yeah. talk about oh the best part was uh the one of the first comments on that tnt tweet was some laker fan talking about this is what always happens to lakers nobody cares about the west people only talk about the east and i'm like is this a is this satire it was not he was genuinely saying that nobody talks about the lakers even when they win championships nobody talks about them because people only care about the east and i'm like that is some that is an insane position to take because there's obvious West Coast bias just in general and then the Western Conference bias. I'm just like it's like no one talked about them for two like two hours, maybe is yeah. like the That's what yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, literally yeah. what happens. A spoiled little kid who like finally like went to his friend's parents' house who like didn't let him eat Doritos for dinner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, What the fuck is this? Like that's that's how like his hands are. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, God, I get treated like shit over here. It's like, bro. Yeah. I love it. I love watching the Lakers fans flounder. I don't care. Yeah. I, I I know Lakers fans, and I don't give a shit. Sorry, guys. No, I know Lakers I, fans, fuck them. I, I do too. Um, I'm kind of enjoying the the like existential crisis they're going through this season. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Really, yeah. really funny. Yeah. I don't even label my. I don't even think I'm like a lebron hater that much obviously i don't like lebron mm-hmm. um as as a player i like him as a, whatever 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 you know i'm a warriors fan what do you what do, you, what do people expect but like i'm not like a major lebron hater but i am to my core for the, my entire life an la sports hater mm-hmm. and so like watching them start off the season like one and ten or two and ten or whatever they started off it, it it's like the warriors win that's so good for me the lakers lose mwah, delicious also very good for me <laughs> I know it's like not on the same plane, but the Lakers not playing well is one of the only good things happening in society for me at the moment. And I know that's dramatic, but like with everything else, it's like at least that's sort of sort of taking the weight and mm-hmm. shifting it almost not balancing it, but it's yeah. giving it something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Brittany Griner came home. The Lakers are bad. You know, yeah, maybe yes. things aren't so maybe things aren't so terrible <laughs> after all. Yes, I exactly. That's exactly my my position. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry, but guys. do you think? Are you like? Do you do you like to 
uh, protect the identities or is it okay to guess at the identities? Oh, no, we can letter? guess. It. We can guess at these identities. We, we frequently do. Feel like, is there someone on the Wizards angling to get back to LA? That's, I'm so glad you bring that up, Katie, because um, I saw a report recently and I actually don't remember who who did this report. I know I sent it in one of my work slacks um, that apparently the Lakers are exploring trades for none other than Kyle Kuzma, forever Laker Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> the man who belongs in L.A. Yeah, the, the true you can take the man out of LA but you cannot take the LA out of the man yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. according Embodied. to Crispy Haynes the Los Angeles Lakers have inquired about trading for Kyle Kuzma and what a and what a delicious full circle moment that would be wouldn't it I thought you called him Crispy me crispy too Haynes. I thought you said like, Crispy Haynes that like Crispy Haynes <laughs> you trying uh, that out campaign. is he trying that out <laughs> <laughs> we're full of these like little um double meaning names here tonight campaign and crispy Hayes. the one thing that's a bummer well actually two first how quickly do you think he will bleach his hair blonde if that trade goes through i hope immediately immediately he's got like before he flies he's got everything on deck right Mm -hmm. like he's got all the hydrogen peroxide ready to go but two Mm -hmm. little bit upset for um his range of like dressing Mm -hmm. bits are gonna kind of Mm -hmm. fall off because he's really getting to experiment with full body head to toe um like i'm t- i'm taking a look at this one oh, oh yeah oh wow he recently well, he's like, giving nathan fielder and gq yeah and, like, this, this is bag. the outfit he's got the um <laughs> kind of what would you call that the balaclava over yeah, his mm-hmm, head yeah. and a big fuzzy sweater but when oh no the, the long pink sweater was also in his wizards era the yeah, most it was. iconic moment of all of all time, in my opinion. He um, said that things you can add weighed like ten else. to fifteen pounds. He looked awesome what? walking yeah. around in it. Like the the still shots are kind of sick, and then you would see it in motion. He looks like a toddler who like put on yeah their parents' <laughs> sweater. Um, no, I mean I, I know people in LA are always like it's cold today. Yeah, but, but it's like, like it's not sweater cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, no, but they wear that stuff because they're really trying to force the seasons on themselves because they desperately want it. Mm-hmm. They have the fake snow at the malls and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad. That'd be weird to not have seasons. <laughs> I'm just not about that life. Yeah, you're all about Poor that. Poor Kyle Kuzma. Poor Kyle Kuzma. But Poor is Kuz. there any player besides like perhaps LeBron himself who belongs in Los Angeles more than Kyle Kuzma? That man is Los Angeles personified to me. And Swaggy I, thought so, but oh, yeah, not. It was like I think a one. It's like a parasocial relationship with the city, yeah. if it's possible. Uh, yeah, I but, think that, I think it's possible. Yeah. But but Kuz, number one. He's he's just an maybe Lamelo. Lamelo Ball. Oh yeah, true. He would true, be good true. in LA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. the Lakers. I feel like are always involved in trade rumors for like every single player. But this is one of the first times where I'm like yeah okay yeah 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 and like who would get who would go to the wizards is russ going to the wizards like i I mean i don't hate it patrick beverly oh i send him away i don't know are they sending p bev away i he doesn't really make any sense on the lakers but he like really wormed his like i won't say worm he like bullied his (laughs) way into that roster right he was like get me the fuck out of utah so i think uh 
I don't think he's going anywhere. He's like clawing. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the days I definitely woke up in support of Patrick Beverly was when he was like, LeBron wants to be on my team. Like I'm, I'm the one taking (laughs) us to the playoffs. That, that was, that gave me like three straight days of pro p It's like when people meet celebrities and they're like, they met me. Yeah. 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 Which I I had a friend who did that. Julia Roberts ran into me. Yeah. Yeah. I I do that now. Bono met me. Yeah. Oh my god! And it's like I technically you're right. So you know who am I to judge? Yeah, that yeah that would be saying that filled my pro papav meter definitely for multiple days. Um, yeah, I don't, I I don't pay so much attention to the Lakers, so I don't know what their like trade packages is. I feel like they're trying to move on from Russ. I know you know he had a little bit of a redemption arc this season, but I don't. And Ashton's not here, so we can talk about her favorite special boy, Russell Westbrook. Oh, but I also love Russ, so I'm here to. I'm I don't to... hate Russ. I'm not a Russ okay. hater, um, <laughs> but I do know I, I don't know that his tenure in Los Angeles is doing him. You know the most favors. Maybe he could have a bit of a redemption season with the Wiz again. It would it's... be nice. I like the idea of that story. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. He deserves to play well again. It, it's it is sad when when it's players are just like going through like multi year slumps. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, bro, what the hell? So yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't really care where he goes. It doesn't seem like LA is a good place for him. I would love to see him like have a few of his last years in the NBA be like successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And I, and I want to see. I want Kuz back on the Lakers. I want bleach hair Kuz again. I want the fits. I want him like at, s- being cited at parties that he like <laughs> definitely shouldn't be at. You know, a day before he has a big game. Mm-hmm. And he's I'm got ready. his house there. So yeah, it's, it's ready. Hmm. He's he's langu- not necessarily in his play. I just feel like he's like kind of languishing in DC because it's like again, we're not talking about the Wizards. <laughs> he needs to be in the national spotlight. That's just my mm-hmm. opinion. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> I kind of love to Kyle go Kuzma. to go quickly back to inside the NBA. Mm-hmm. The second best moment recently was when Shaq got pushed into the Christmas tree. Oh, oh right? my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That I was can't insane. Tell you how many times I watched that. <laughs> it was like the man was so good at physical comedy, but you knew that he wasn't doing it on purpose. His body literally moved like that. Was like the best part of it all. His feet literally were like. Yeah, but like, what kind of force can he smack him with, man? I think I think Insane. this is like teachers, like middle school science teachers, can use this as like a lesson <laughs> on inertia, because like he kind of already was moving. All all Kenny did was like redirect his, uh, I guess I'm gonna drop momentum. Word under, yeah, momentum. Whoa, okay, Bill Bill Alex, a science girl. <laughs> science rules science does rule i think all he had to do was kind of just like give him a little nudge redirect all that momentum and Shaq did the work like gravity but how did, did he fall yeah. fully into the tree i mean yeah, he, the he's tree a seven foot tall man him. and all that was showing was like a foot and a half of his leg the wizard of all shit yeah i know <laughs> The best, though, the, actually, it's hard to say, like, what is the best? But, like, when he was in there because he still had his mic on yeah. and he was laughing <laughs> and they're like, are you OK? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And then they had to, like, go pick him up out of the tree because he couldn't get up by himself. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah. showed that on TV. <laughs> yeah. Getting him out of the tree. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I missed that. It was like textbook slapstick comedy. Oh, yeah. And it, it wasn't was even best. on purpose. Like, it, it was the best. The Three Stooges could never have pulled that off. <laughs> 
it was man. so good i feel like we've been getting a lot of like maybe it's just in my circle we've been getting a lot of um good video content out of the nba lately because if you follow me anywhere on any social media you know that the only video i've been thinking of for the past three days is canon curry turning around in the tunnel and going hello clay thompson did you see that katie <laughs> no i have not seen that. It, oh canon curry is like four years old and he's like walking hand in hand with steph you know after a game and Clay's right behind them, and he turns around. And he goes, "Hello, Clay Thompson," with the voice <laughs> of a child who's like much older than he is. Let me find it for you Very on Twitter. Funny. Why did he use his full name? <laughs> like he doesn't call him Clay. No, What's he the says, deal with that? "Hello, Clay Thompson." That's um, funny because that is like, is this is that what Steph calls him in his house? when he's like talking about his teammate clay is he like clay thompson yeah right (laughs) he's like oh weirder things about steph yeah yeah Yeah, that's so true it's just like it's such an oddly like formal (laughs) little address from this child who like also he's like four but obviously because he's steph curry's kid he's built like a Mm -hmm. seven-year-old it's hello clay thompson it's so good (laughs) we just i do love it when kids are creeps yeah it's like prime creepy little kid yeah yeah I love it. Not Clay. You know, there's no like Uncle Clay business going on. It is. He is Clay Thompson. I'm surprised he didn't like drop his middle name or something. Hello, Clay Thompson. Uh, Hello, Clay Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) Every day I wake up and I text everyone I know. Hello, Clay Thompson. Can you still change? I don't even know how to do this anymore, but if it's possible to change your uh, text notification, you should change it to that. Oh yeah! Right How now, my text. Every time I get a text, are. the NBA draft time plays. Oh, so you oh, know how to do it? Yeah. How do yeah, you yeah, change yeah, yeah. your sounds? Um, I, I, I did pay ninety nine cents for that mm. about like four or five years ago. I think I paid ninety nine cents. I mean, and so every time I get a text, we used to pay ninety nine cents. We used to pay almost three dollars for like Lady thirty seconds comes. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I still don't. I don't know how to do it now, though. You have to yeah, go into the iTunes I. store, which is like kind of a scary, oh. lawless place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also pay 99 cents so when I get a phone call, it plays the song that plays at the beginning of, like, when they announce the Warriors lineup. California love. But it's like a remix. Yeah. Um, Does the clip have to be in a, in iTunes? I think so it might it... be. I don't know that you have the ability to record your own, which is so, kind of stifling creativity. But Until yeah. some hero does that. Yeah. Right. If, if you're listening and you know how to get things onto the iTunes text tone store. If you could upload the audio of Cannon Curry saying, hello, Clay Thompson, <laughs> so that I can have it on my phone. And then about once every six months, my phone won't be on vibrate. And then I'll get a text message and I'll be able to hear it. And it'll make me smile. Hell yeah. A nice surprise. A nice surprise. For your future self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend if you haven't, if anyone hasn't listened to that video yet, definitely do it because it's become... A bit of a bit of a brainworm for me. Let's get <laughs> back to this question. Um, oh my god, what do we have to do to get people talking? Trade Kyle Kuzma back to the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. If Russell Westbrook, well, we are the, talking. Yeah, we are yes. talking. That's crazy. Yeah. Keep the trade rumors going. Nothing has to happen. Just keep talking yeah. about something. So we have. Well, something to be fair, to we mostly team. talked about Shaq getting pushed into a Christmas tree more than we talked about the weather. Yeah. True. <laughs> but that doesn't that just demand our attention? A little bit more. Do something that demands our attention. Push Kristaps Porzingis into, into a Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yeah. Wow. And don't pull him out. Down a flight of stairs, I was going <laughs> to say, but I was like, I don't know if that's... <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, that's maybe the best advice we've given on this podcast. Yeah. Just push him into a Christmas tree. I also think if Russ did go to the Wizards and found some success in kind of the twilight of his career, that might put you in the news. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's something to think about. Technically, they're in the news right now because of this podcast. I don't mean to be yeah. meta, but... We are the news. We just did it. We're yeah. kind of the mainstream media, this podcast. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, you could also just like continue to have the exact the exact same seating as the Lakers, and then you know every time Chuck decides to get on this rant, um, he'll have to bring you up again. Yeah, the conspiracy theory. Yeah, kind of tie yourselves <laughs> to the Lakers. I guess yeah. the kind of the the nut of the advice is just tie yourself to the Lakers. Latch on to a team that can't seem to shake news coverage, no matter how stinky they are. You know what kind of <laughs> sucks though about the Wizards not getting any coverage is I think they have the nicest jersey sets in the nba this season and i mean like every one of them is nice like some teams it's like all right you you got two out of four or whatever but like there's our everyone is so beautiful yeah i i look it up again watch the the pink ones the The one with the little old wizard i love that guy yes Uh, the classics the best most whimsical uh mascot also wizards that's hilarious yeah. I watched their game on League Pass the other day, and, you know, you get the, like, the in-game arena stuff. And so I got to see mm-hmm. their, like, pre-game theme, and it was um, when they were doing – they were wearing the pink jerseys. And so it was all, like, Japanese Blossom-themed. It was fabulous. They had CGI Gorgeous. Japanese Blossoms flying everywhere. It was – I loved it. So That's really cool. Yeah, just – They should get some Blossoms because DC has all those cherry trees, right? Mm-hmm. So they should mm-hmm. get some in the spring – Freeze them, mm. put those things on dry ice, and mm. then drop them like they do t- like parachutes uh, from the rafters. Yes, one night, beautiful. Like after they win, because at that um, win or Moda lose, Center. it's yeah. just they might oh, have to win way. a long time. So yeah, 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 maybe just you know on the pink jersey just drop night. Them. Yeah, oh, I love or it. Or a cherry blossom cannon. <gasps> yeah, Ooh. and just like yeah, flavor yeah, blast yeah. your audience. Yeah. <laughs> Like the fake snow machine, but it's yes. the petals. Gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. That's a good idea. We are dishing. We're dishing some advice, mm-hmm. if you will. Hello. A little, that's a little um, reference to Katie's podcast, of course. There you go. A little inside. Yeah. We're in the biz. We're in the biz. <laughs> We're all good. in the biz. It's good. It's good. So. Um, all right. So I feel like we just gave maybe the best and most advice we've ever given on this podcast. So we're ready to move on mm-hmm. to our third mm-hmm. letter. All right, this one reads, Hi, Babby. This summer I was signed to a team in the East that shall shall remain nameless, but was promised the city itself was Hollywood North, in quotes. But I was promised the city itself was the Hollywood North. This sounded great at the time because I had recently started an uplifting feature film about my job. Now that my team is lingering somewhere in the middle of the standings with maybe nothing to worry about, maybe everything to worry about, I worry what this means for my future acting prospects. When do I demand a trade to Hollywood South or, I guess, regular Hollywood? Signed, a leading six man. Katie, I have some (laughs) great news because I think this this letter might be from a Raptors player. Maybe. Are you guys the Hollywood of the North? Hmm. Yeah, that is what they call Toronto. Or wait, is that what they call Vancouver? (laughs) Oh, it could be Toronto because I think last time you were on the podcast was to talk about Scientology. Yeah. Heavy in L.A., heavy in toronto that to me that's mm. hollywood of the north they do they do film a lot of movies in toronto but now i'm i'm like 
oh, did I mix up the nicknames? But yeah, they do film a ton of movies in Toronto. Um, they filmed the Batman or what was it? Suicide Squad here? Because I saw, I know so, so many people who saw that Joker car driving slowly around downtown. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, really? Though that was years ago. So I'm also not making a great case for the film industry. <laughs> Um, but I have a lot of friends who work in film, I'll just say, and, uh, they're always working in film in Toronto. Oh, Hmm. there you go. So it's, it's our Hollywood of the North, if, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's this player's Hollywood of the North. And since you are a leading Raptors expert and we're assuming this is a Raptors player again, we don't know for sure. No, we don't. What's your best guess as for like, what's going on here? Maybe. I mean... Like not to no, I won't name names, but there is just one person who wasn't a any and anyone in the league. If this was maybe when Space Jam came out last summer, then yeah, we'd have some other options. But as far yeah. as I know, uh, there was just one NBA player who starred in a film uh, this past summer, yeah, and was recently acquired by the Toronto Raptors. So. Mm-hmm. And if you and I know we are not going to name names, but if we did name a name, yeah, I was trying to think of what his first name rhymes with, and I was going to say Huncho, but that's not. Which <laughs> <laughs> is like slightly different than his name. Yeah, but there you go. Um, I think it could be Wancho, um, because he's not really playing that much. Yeah, the but team's he- not doing so well. Yeah. I, I, I follow a handful of Raptors fans on Twitter, and I will say the vibes seem bad. People seem to not be so happy. I think it's overblown. Okay. Like from my my professional opinion, okay. uh, is I think they're just in a bit of a shitty slump with injuries. Um, I don't know. And it's like, it's December. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, <laughs> right. that's always my, it's just December. It'll be fine. We are not that deep into the season. But I could see someone like Wancho, you know, Where's he like maybe midway through his NBA career, but trying to be at the beginning of his acting career? Yeah, I'm a little worried. Dynamite and Hustle. I finally watched Hustle for the first time a few months ago. Uh, fabulous movie. I thought more back. I thought it was going to be like I thought it had a darker vibe, and so I avoided it for a long time. But it turns out it, it oh. didn't have a darker vibe. Like, what did you think? Was I don't know. Happen? All I heard about like uncut gems is that it's like the oh, world's God. most stressful movie, and I never. I'm not going to watch it. And People, people keep trying to get me to watch it. And I'm like, well, is it stressful? And they're like, yeah, it's like the most stressful experience you'll ever have in your entire life. And I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to watch it. But then no. that kind of like, <laughs> yeah. it kind of like soured the idea. You know, all the, I feel like the coloring of the movie was very yeah. like blue and yellow. And to yeah. me, that means color. someone's going to die. And yeah. I was worried someone mm. was going to die the whole time. Because I had no idea the purpose of the movie. <laughs> I also notoriously don't watch movies. But anyway, I watched it. And he was delightful in it. And I'd love he to see good. him in more things. Anthony Edwards was Kermit. Kermit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a hilarious choice to me. That was great. I didn't. I didn't know. What... Also, he was hot. Yeah, Wancho. Yes. Oh, he yeah. was. I mean, he's not I a bad-looking no man. No. Not the funniest thing is he. I think everybody's a little bit starstruck, like celebrity starstruck, is because mm-hmm. whenever he does get minutes, the crowd response is still just like it's like louder than for like Pascal Siakam. <laughs> That's awesome. People are just wow. like, oh my God, a celebrity. <laughs> None of the rest so of these guys star. are celebrities, but <laughs> yeah, he's a movie star. Uh, oh that's my so good. God. Um, dude. Go ahead, Alex. 
was going to say, I sympathize with you, you know, fan bases overreacting way too early in the season. I feel like the Blazers, like, had a, like, hot start, and they had a, did. A, a small slump, and everyone's Where freaking Damian out. Damian Lillard's oh, been hurt. Never was mind. hurt for a while. Damian Lillard was hurt. So were, mm-hmm. like, Josh Hart was hurt. Like, Nurk was out for a couple games, I think. Like, everybody has been hurt, it seems like, already. And it's like, we're going to, it's, yeah, like you said, it's December. Like, But Ant's playing like a maniac. I feel like that more yeah. than makes up for it, you know? No, he's been great. And yeah. he's had, like, a few off games. But, no, he's playing out of his mind. And we had, like, a, yeah, Damien is, like, back and... It's fine, and it's actually way better than fine, but pe- people in Portland, they just, they're so used to pain. It's like they need it for comfort, so they find it in every game. They're like, yeah. no, but, back but to this that. is bad. Mm. Yeah, like, it's no, it's going to it's gonna be bad, and it's like they're just preparing themselves for the worst. I mean, I, I guess I understand it, <laughs> but that at the same time, like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. enjoying this for as long as it lasts. I don't really get it in Toronto. I mean, maybe it's like a fan-spoiled thing. I was talking mm-hmm. to one of the Raptors broadcasters today, actually, and I was like asking him like what he thought, like if he had any kind advice <laughs> about the slump for fans. And he was just like, I mean, to be totally honest, I think Toronto fans are a bit spoiled. He's like, it's not a bad position to be in, but when your team has made the playoffs for like eight or nine seasons in a row, mm-hmm. he's like, there's a lot of other teams that like their only goal is to make the playoffs. And that can seem mm-hmm. like such a far flung like, look at the Kings, right? Like, you know, yeah. that can seem like such a far-flung goal. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's... And, like, the championship's not that far off. Mm-hmm. You know, like, far in the past, rather. Um, so I don't really get the panic. I don't feel like there's anything to panic about. Because mm-hmm. similar to what you said about Portland, like, you've got Pascal playing out of control. OG, until he got hurt recently, like, defensive player of the year caliber conversations I think so I just feel like there's more to be happy about but Mm -hmm. this is from someone who is not in the acting biz Mm -hmm. so yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. and I maybe some concern there I wonder (laughs) if you know the worse the team does the less he plays it it could be that you know he's not playing as much he has more time to like run lines and do self-tapes and so that helps but it also it's like you know, our our talent scout's going to be looking at him if his team's not so good. It's true. It's kind of a double-edged sword there. I actually don't yeah. know that it, uh, yeah. that's a correct use of double-edged sword. But do you, is there – so I, I don't keep up with – you know, just like most teams, I don't keep up with, like, the a lot of the Raptors stuff. Is there a reason he's not playing a lot? Is he just not doing well this season? Or is it one of those things mm. where he just, like, hasn't found his, like, spot in the rotation? Like, would it's a rotation. It's a rotation. Yeah, no. yeah, it's a rotation, but it's like a rotation due to the stubbornness of Nick Nurse, I think. Okay. And like not really, you know, wanting to give up on um certain like set schemes that maybe aren't working at the moment. Yeah. Um Nick Nurse can be really weird, like very like I was gonna say passive aggressive, but actually like sometimes just like aggressive aggressive, right? When he calls calls players out. Um hmm. and I feel like you've got Wanch there waiting. He hasn't been spectacular, but he's, like, going to help you from playing Fred Van Vliet for, like, 43 minutes a game yeah. and, like, breaking down in real time, you know? Like, yeah. so uh, I'm, I don't actually know why if there's, like, a, a deeper reason. I know that during the World Cup um, when, oh, 
Who beats Spain? Morocco? Uh, ye- Ooh. Good question. Morocco me. just lost, lost today yeah. or yesterday, if you're listening to this. Well, right. whenever Spain got eliminated, the Raptors released a clip. Everyone was sitting around at their practice facility in the hot tubs, and they had the TV <laughs> on the World Cup. And I had friends that were at practice waiting for availability, and they were like, they're keeping these screams coming from the <laughs> like the locker room um i assume it's got to be wancho when like you know his his this his team gets scored on but it was the opposite it was like everyone else screaming when it happened and wancho was just silently watching oh <laughs> looking god. more and more upset oh my god god that's intense. yes yeah it's like, cute all of them in the hot tub though that is i like that's really sweet <laughs> i guess it is like you know for them it's like a fun it's like a fun game for him it's like you know it means everything <laughs> mm-hmm. well he could just be in an emotional spot right because of that maybe yeah. thinking about that now yeah. he's like what's what about me what's gonna happen to me so yeah. my advice would be to um you know s- sniff around hollywood north a little bit see if you can get in a background scene somewhere they're always looking for extras yeah i always see like flyers up filming notices yeah you, you could be like find... a henchman if they do another yeah. batman get paid a video vixen and a drake music video yeah, yeah. get paid a hundred bucks craft services your day yeah. it's great a little ham sandwich on a roll yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like yeah, you know, that kinda, yeah. it kind of um softens the blow of not playing do you think there is like any world where he's like out of toronto off the raptors or is he is are we just gonna you know hope that he gets breaks into that rotation if you will I think there's a world because I'm, I'm, I, when I look at the team and think like, who would they be willing to kind of cut loose? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's him. He kind of comes up quick, but then I'm also like, then you have to have another team that wants to trade for him. I mean, I'm like, who wouldn't want to celebrity yeah. movie star. Right, 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 right. Famous. LeBron, maybe. Uh, famous. Maybe he Probably gets thrown LeBron. in. Maybe he gets thrown in. We do a three team trade, uh, wizards, Raptors, LA. Yeah. Bring Russ to Toronto. Send oh, yeah. Kuz and Wancho. Wancho to the Lakers so he and LeBron can run lines together. Right. Space Jam 3. This is a great trade. Wow. And Let's also, I'm like machine. pretty far in on Kuz um, <laughs> to Toronto. Or not Kuz to Toronto. Russ to Toronto. Russ to I Toronto. Think, what a blast. What a random, God. unexpected mm-hmm. move that could be that could really shake things he up. He might hate it. Yeah. But he has a lot of cold weather gear. I bet. He sells a lot. Yeah. Honor the Gift has some <laughs> yeah. great cold weather gear. Yeah. Oh, um, they just have some great stuff. Yeah, they do. All right. Um, yeah. But I, I don't really, I don't know. I feel like also don't get your, don't hang your hopes too high in Hollywood. Yeah. That's always a recipe for disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. General, that's general life advice for all you dreamers out there, I think. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Especially men. They age out. Yeah. They don't want old men in Hollywood anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Subclassic. It's not like women who look good forever. Yeah. They want, if you're a woman, they want you to just be getting older all the time. Yeah. It's actually yeah, better. They'll take you at any age. Any if you role. Could, if you could Benjamin Button, that'd yeah. be great. And just start yeah. old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they love that. Um, okay. Well, that, that concludes our letter section of the podcast. 
which means it's time to get into a little bit of unsolicited advice, which is just something we like to do because sometimes people don't write into us, but they should. And so we're just going to we're going to rapid fire through these so we can get on to our rosebud thorn. Um, first piece of unsolicited advice is to Charles Barkley. Keep on roasting those Lakers, my man. I know we talked about it already. Uh, you're the only one brave enough to do it without being a absolute freak, a.k.a. Skip Bayless. <laughs> yeah, you. My unsolicited <laughs> advice to you is hush. Um, my unsolicited advice to the NBA is whenever Vegas inevitably gets a team, I need pink to be one of their primary colors. This is actually inspired because I was watching the wizards and I was like, Mm. God, those pink jerseys rule. I'm, I'm Mm. sick of pink kind of getting this like sidekick role, you know, with the wizards and the heat and whatever I I want pink or lavender, which is what Mm. I believe the French goalie wears in the world cup. He's been wearing this like delicious little lavender number. Um, there's mm-hmm. also a goalie in the World Cup. I think it it might have been France as well, wearing like a peach. And oh, I, know, I love that one. Yeah, and yeah. I know um, that Atlanta kind of has a peach vibe going. But if we could just mm. do maybe like an all pastel team, I know that's not really the Vegas vibe, but I need it for somebody. I mean, they got some pastel sunrises. Yeah. Uh, hell, oh, I've seen a go. few. There you go. <laughs> There you go. That's a good point. Now model them after the big. We already have like the cool, tough, like red, black, gold for the aces. We don't need another cool team in Vegas. I would like like some soft soft, desert. Yeah. Soft desert roses. Mm. The desert roses team name. There you go. We're doing this all for them. Um, Incredible. And then again, we did kind of touch on this. My unsolicited advice to Kyle Kuzma is definitely do whatever you can to get back on the Lakers. You belong in LA, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just do it mm-hmm. wholeheartedly agree dye um, your hair to like will it to happen yeah dye your <laughs> hair before manifest yeah. signal baby. the universe yeah we're gonna get like an instagram pic of bleach blonde kyle kuzma and a week later they're gonna announce that trade on twitter <laughs> and he could go with some pastels i could see him doing a little like purple or something in his hair mm-hmm. pink do something silly change it up mm. girlfriend you got mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. um all right so that's it for unsolicited advice um which means it's time to move on to everybody's second favorite game. It's time for Rose. Rose. Thorn. Thorn. Ashton couldn't be here today because she's, again, too busy being carsick, but she asked us to please read off her Rosebud Thorn. Um, so I'll do get hers really car, quick. Ashton. I know. Get out of the car. <laughs> she's just, <laughs> she's like, guys, easy. I'm so car sick. She's just like taking laps Won't in an Uber. She's, yeah. been, she's been in a lift for fi- five hours yeah. just driving around Manhattan. Like <laughs> racking up a bill. Um, Insane. Her rose is that, and I'm just going to read it, how she wrote it in our doc. It's fun watching uh, Shay G.A. be talked about, especially when his team is supposed to be tanking for 1B. Also, a new clutch metric just dropped and he's at the top of it. Um, I think it's win probability added is this metric. I'm not going to pretend to understand it. Um, her mm. thorn is the new NBA awards. Can we have just a moment of peace? I just want to go a day without the NBA headlining the news cycle, especially for things that don't matter. Um, I wish she was here to talk about that take, but that's okay. Uh, mm. The new awards were a lot. Um, and her bud <laughs> is that she DM'd uh, Jeremy Grant a jacket that she wants him to see. What if he replies? <laughs> <laughs> which is like the most ashton thing that it could possibly be she specifically asked us to read off her rosebud thorn because she is manifesting a reply from jeremy grant that's fair um uh, yeah. i have a friend who said the new nba awards look like wedding centerpieces <gasps> and i really agree oh mm-hmm. now here that's wow. a take i had not heard and that i didn't know i needed until just now yeah 
they do right and the ones where they're like look under your chair anyone who has a sticker gets to take them home and you're like this is a shitty prize yeah 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 Someone replied to my tweet about it with just a gif of um, Austin Powers when he was cryogenically frozen. That's <laughs> 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 just kind of what they look like. Just a bunch of men stuck in that ice. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually really into that. I, I also love that like the it's like now the Michael Jordan MVP and then it, you know, it doesn't look like Michael Jordan there. And everyone's like, well, Michael Jordan actually said he didn't want to look like him um, because he wants it to represent all MVPs. And it's an act of humility. And I'm like, I don't actually believe that for one second. When- Michael Jordan oh. would never be like, they're like, we're naming this award after. He's like, cool. I don't really want it to look like me. Yeah. 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 What's the well, last act of named humility Michael Jordan did? It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. It's the so Michael Jordan on. most valuable player award. Yeah. So I, I don't buy into the Michael Jordan propaganda machine. Um, <laughs> I'll, I have pretty quick Rosebud Thorn this week. My rose is my beautiful boys, the Warriors, absolutely smoke a chinoing the Celtics. That was delicious. Uh, my thorn is those disgusting little boys getting smoke a chino by the Bucks. And I'm pretty sure they were getting <laughs> whacked by the frigging Pacers, too, when I got on this podcast. Um, to be fair, Clay and Andrew Wiggins aren't playing today, but whatever. Um, and my bud is that I'm going home to California on Sunday, which means I'll get West Coast timing for a delicious nine days, including Christmas, which means I get all day Christmas NBA, my favorite day of the year. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, baby. Pretty good. Katie, do you have a do you have a rosebud thorn for us? Um, let Rose. me see. I want to try and do them all on the beam. So okay, um, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think the 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 rose is. Um, maybe the beam itself and the Kings just like being the Kings right now. Deanna yeah. Fox looking sick. Kevin Herter sick. Yeah. Some bonus got some award that the team just made up and like gives to guys in the locker room, basically like a participation necklace, mm-hmm. but probably just like an intern or like a PR assistant had to put together, but mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so that's the rose and just like the existence of the beam, because I feel like the beam is like Sacramento Kings fans hope, manifest and i love an over-the-top thing like that mm-hmm. um bud is the next one or thorn is the uh next you one? can you can do either i have to say thorn was um the sixers trying to steal the beam yeah if a beam could sue um then uh... <laughs> the sixers photoshopped their own beam and said light the beam and it was a photoshop of the it. beam yeah and oh it's wow like okay good one guys but these are our beautiful little kings leave them yeah. alone wow also like it's not even a funny joke because yeah. like no. we all know your arena doesn't have a beam yeah somebody <laughs> somebody replied and changed the beam into an l and i was like okay that's funny I like there's that. the yeah. joke you can't just say like light that. the beam and have your own beam get your own beam no yeah, your own beat. Well, yeah, but and it's not a beat. But also don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't Get James that. Harden to play defense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my bud, though, I thought this would like be done by the time we got to this point, but the Kings are playing the Raptors tonight. Uh, and I woke up this morning. This is like a, also a testament to my brain just like being all the way busted. But the CN Tower, um, they usually light the CN Tower up in colors depending if there's like a sporting event or da 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 so for the leafs they'll do it blue for the raptors usually purple but i was like man i hope whoever's in charge of lighting up the cn tower doesn't light it purple tonight because what if the raptors lose then the kings can be like 
they lit the beam for us. But now I want the Kings to win and they're mm-hmm. winning by one point at the time of this recording. So this, so that they can make that joke. Cause oh, I yeah. feel like it would make them <laughs> so happy. Yeah. It, and me and too. Crush on Twitter. And that's really yeah, what it's all about. It would be sick on Twitter. The algo yeah. will go bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. That's a nice, that's a good, I like to end on buds because that's like we're ending on a nice little note. Yeah. Hopeful. Yeah. Hopeful. Yeah. Hopeful. Yeah. All right, Miss Alex. All right. This is, this is going to get weird, guys. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, Please. Well, my first one isn't. My rose is that we got to see Vintage Dame um, in the last Blazers game. He made 11 threes, tying his uh, record for most threes in a game. He, bumped into someone and uh coach sat him which i'm fine with um so he didn't actually break his record and get 12 but he definitely would have because he did that in three quarters which was insane um so that was really fun because dame like was coming off of an injury and he was you know playing fine but just watching him go crazy from three was like okay hell yeah vintage dame um my thorn (laughs) can't believe i wrote this (laughs) um you know my thorn damn it this has nothing to do with basketball i owe my therapist 600 dollars. she keeps calling me about it and i'm like listen lady do you want to do you want to help me or are you trying to be my financial planner i fired my financial planner because i owe him 500 dollars. but i so i know you're not that so can you do you want to help me yeah. or are you just what are you doing here seems like she's not that dedicated to your mental health if she's like hounding yeah. you for money it is actually funny because it's like don't you get paid via health insurance? Like, what are you worried about me? Like, do I have to do this for that to happen? I think it's two separate economies entirely. But but we can talk about that. So I got a voicemail like, um, hey. And I was hey. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you after the new year, babe. Um, my bud is that I am a big New Year's resolution gal. Hell big yeah. love talking about doing stuff. Now, whether or not I get to it. That's my own business, but I certainly love talking about it. So New Year's is a big, big time for me, big time for plans. Yeah. Very excited about it. Yeah. We have a pretty um, lit sitch here where I think Christmas is a Sunday and then New Year's Eve is uh, that following Saturday, which is, mm-hmm. which is Ooh. great. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Isn't that nice? Which means you, if, yeah. you, if you're like a party person, I mean, I know some people already have like New Year's Day off anyway, but like if you're a big party person, that's a Sunday. Whole Sunday. I decided to be a party person this year it's been a little while a couple years since i've gone to a new year's party but now i have to find the friend to pressure into having the party so i haven't secured that yet (laughs) coming out of retirement i I know i got like a dress just in case because i have no idea what i'm doing but i'm like this is what always happens is someone ends up doing something and i don't have a dress so Mm -hmm. this time i'm reverse prepared there's no plan manifesting it's your own personal die job you're doing your manifesties. Yeah. Screw yes. my therapist. I bought a three hundred dollar dress. <laughs> Suck it. Yeah. I'll just your therapist I'll listen is to like a podcast. Texting you and you just send back a picture of the dress. <laughs> Do I Thanks. look good in this? <laughs> you have to this say yes. This is what I spent the six hundred dollars on. Yeah. And if you don't Two say yes, these. it's gonna be bad for me. So yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Affirm it. The kings are up five. Oh wow. And oh, there's shit. a minute. 34 seconds left Whoa. tight game alert. light the beam light Let's, the yeah. tower. <laughs> light the beam were you did you catch the other day when the kings were playing the clippers and um they absolutely blew the clippers out and they were in crypto.com arena 
and at the end of the game there was light the beam chance i love i missed that but i love that yes as i love to see it we're all united i love to just like stick it to chuck the condor anyway yeah. i can yeah fuck that guy <laughs> yeah 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 exactly uh, yeah that is insult to injury mm-hmm. just shooting a beam straight into <laughs> oh the air <laughs> all right katie thank you so much for coming on the podcast is there anything you would like to plug before we get out of here mm-hmm. i'll plug basketball feelings uh the newsletter the podcast uh you can subscribe to it just read you if you want to just read it first give it a, give it a whirl before you make the commitment though it is a free subscription <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, You know what? That's it for now. Okay. If, if I'm any trying of you... to call us to the end of the year. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you I'm guys know what's good zone. for you, you'll, you'll be subscribing to Basketball Feelings. Just, yeah, just it's so, good. so you know. Ashton's not here to goo goo gaga over you, but she's obsessed. <laughs> We're all obsessed. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. How much we hate you because you're so good at writing. Yeah. I mean, you know, in a nice way. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, 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 thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I was talking to Sira at Sohi today, and she was like, are you having a soft girl moment? And I was like, isn't that me all the time? But yeah. she was like, I meant specifically with not working. I was like, yeah, that is how I feel for these next two weeks, whatever yeah. we're mm-hmm. at. It's time to punt I encourage it. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Soften yeah. up. Oh. Phone it in. That's that's a good little advice to end this with. General unsolicited. Except if it's four seconds left in a game, then yeah. you got don't get blown out. And then don't toughen soften. Up. Yeah. Toughen soften up. up <laughs> soften up. Don't be a freaking dork about it though. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Soften up where it counts. <laughs> don't be a freaking baby where it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flagrant Pod is brought to you by the same all-star squad that makes Flagrant Mag. The theme music for Helpside was created by Alan Lucas. For more Flagrant content, head to flagrantmag.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, read our monthly blog, or join our Patreon to support current and future projects. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review. And if you don't, keep it to yourself. And as always, stay flagrant.